0: there on the homepage of Reinventing the, t- the Tattoo. So I do want to thank, uh, let's see, WorldTattooEvents.com, Delize Pro, known as Dermalize Worldwide, TattooNow.com, that's me, on Computer Geek, and leave your positive reviews on all of the channels, please. Uh, constructive criticisms, management at ReinventingTheTattoo.com. And okay, it looks like We've got Yeti Tears, Horns, 100%. Thanks for this. Okay, seems like it's working.
1: The apprenticeship Diaries on there, too. On.
0: The Apprenticeship Diaries is on there, too. Okay, so Derb, uh, why
1: don't you take you it away here? Uh, thanks What's again up, everyone? For, uh, for doing this. Thank you, Gabe. I really appreciate the intro, man. You guys got a lot of really good things going on. I'm uh, really uh, honored to be on here. Oh, I wow. haven't even given you the
0: proper intro. It's like Derb Morrison, the man of Hell City, True Tubes, uh, Red Tree. Oh, man, it's been forever. Uh, it's really exciting to see. Everything. I mean, I remember you doing this at uh, over in Venice, I think,
1: in, in Ireland. I've seen it all yeah. over the place. It's real fun. Yeah, to I've done to... it in uh, Ireland. Actually, I was there with you doing that and the one in uh, Venice, Italy as well. So, yeah, I've had the yeah. opportunity to you know to teach this seminar like around the world to a lot of different you know tattoo communities and things like that. Um, I've been teaching it now well over a decade um, around the world and a lot of different tattoo conventions. And a lot of it came, you know, came about because of the, you know, the back issues that I started having from tattooing for, you know, I've been tattooing for 33 years professionally right now. So, you know, about probably 15, 20 years ago, I started to develop some pain in my spine and it was kind of making my my hips go numb and stuff like that. And uh, my left leg was going numb. So i kind of seeked it out a little bit further and realized that i truly did have some you know some issues going on from tattooing in general um mainly i had myralgia parasitica which was a a compression of my femoral nerve from wearing tight belts while i was tattooing you know long sessions 10 hours a day leaning forward with a tight leather belt in my hip we'll talk about that you know during the seminar um you know so there's there's a lot of other things i got thoracic herniations from tattooing from you know (laughs) bad posture turn it, you know twisting too much for ink and stuff so over the years you know when i when i first taught this seminar it really made me aware of how many tattoo artists were actually in pain that didn't have any kind of answer or resolution you know
2: <laughs> like or yeah, almost pretty all, much
1: all exactly all of them so it really kind of opened my eyes to be like, you know what, I should really turn this into, a, you know, a, a seminar more and and going out and teaching it a lot more. So, um, and on online, I get a lot of questions too, a lot of health issue questions of pain, you know, spine, hips, eyesight uh, from tattooers. So it's really kind of put me in a position over the years to become like a tattoo health educator. You know, a health before wealth uh type of a guy to teach people. I've never really charged for the seminar. I didn't I don't feel they should be charged for anything like that. And that's why we're bringing it to everybody free today on here. Um, after this, we're going to be doing a Q&A as well as some like giveaways for true tattoo supply and stuff like that. Uh, but I know there's a lot of tattoo artists out there in pain that don't have a resolution for you know a, a seating situation or how they should be postured up or just little things that you don't think about every day that until it's too late and then you're in pain. So uh, you know, uh, Fawn Baker, I, she's the one that recorded this seminar when I was at my buddy's studio, Seven Lions in Dayton, Ohio. Um, and yeah, and so we, we've we captured it. This is its final resting place. Other than my personal YouTube channel, it's here on Reinventing, uh, Reinventing the reinventingthetattoo.com. And um, yeah, we're pretty much going to roll into it. It's about an hour long. This was done, like I said, at my buddy's studio. So you'll notice and in, in this, uh, I like this uh, recording that we did with Fawn because it shows the interaction. There's a lot of apprentices that that other studios brought with them t- to learn, you know, and that's one of the things to want to say this to anybody that is apprenticing anyone or apprentices that the health aspect should be an integral part of an apprenticeship. Because now. if you don't inform mm-hmm. somebody how to properly sit and like ways to, preserve their bodies over the year with tattooing. Um, You know, it's going to be defeating over the years. So I I firmly believe that this, and that's why we're putting this online. So this is a simple link that in the future you can show to your apprentices, you know, anybody coming into the studio or you personally, if you want to go back and review things, if you're having pain, uh, you know, this is the, this is the video to watch. You know, there's a lot of other great health educators out there as well. I do certain aspects of it. Um, so my buddy, uh, Jordan also does a lot of hand stuff as well. So, um, this is just the tip of the iceberg with tattoo artist health, but I hope it, uh, hope it helps a lot of people and stick around for the Q and a. So if you have any personal like health issues or pain might be able to help you, you'll see in this, yeah. I don't say I'm Dr. Derb or anything like that. I'm just a tattoo artist that has a lot of uh, physical pain. Myself has been tattooing for over three decades now. So um, awesome. that's pretty much the gist of it. And uh, again, I want to thank everybody for taking time for yourselves, to tune in right here and, and and watch the seminar.
0: Awesome. Well, let me get uh, get it fired up here. It seems like the uh, the chat rooms are, are are picking up a little bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, let us know uh, where you're being an up, in from, and then uh, if you have any aches and pains and whatnot, let us know. And and again, as Durba's saying afterwards, the Q and A will have um, the opportunity to both win prizes and or to zoom in. So let me, without further ado, as they say, here we go. Let here me fire up uh, this, and I, I have. I believe I sacrificed enough to the tattoo guide, so we'll be we'll be good to go. Okay. Um, okay, we're gonna drop off in the background. We're gonna we're gonna kill our mics so that we're just gonna be playing it, and then we're gonna come back okay. after. We'll be in Excellent. we'll be in the we'll be in the chat rooms though, so uh, if people want to talk with us, then all right, now.
1: everybody. I hope you guys enjoy, and I uh, hope you get something out of it. Pay attention to some of the topics that I'm gonna do. The Q and A giveaways are gonna be from the seminar as well. So awesome. See you all on the other side. So. First of all, I wanna thank everybody for coming out today, not just for taking the time to come see me, but taking the time for yourselves, literally. Cause some of the information I'm gonna tell you today, like I said, it's common sense. I'm not gonna be teaching you really anything new, but I'm gonna make you aware of things that can happen to your body over the next decade of tattooing. Most of us are gonna be tattooing most of our lives till we're 60, 70 years old or till our you know, bodies don't allow us to anymore. So this seminar is just reminders, insights, how to be healthier during your tattoo career. Um, like this, uh, it's a brief seminar. It's a tattoo artist insight, me being a tattoo artist, into ways to keep your body healthier, limber, and stronger, allowing uh, you, the tattoo artist, to feel the best you can throughout your whole career. Longevity, of the artist, is for any tattoo artist looking to uh, improve their physical self and daily habits around tattoo studio to feel better during your tattooing, with preventative exercises, stretches, and diet. Before I go any further. I am not Dr. Derb. I'm not here to give you guys like real medical advice. You know, this is stuff that I've dealt with. I got a lot of physical pain from tattooing. I've been tattooing for 33 years now. So this whole seminar came about from me experiencing some, some pretty harsh, you know, physical pain that kind of has slowed my tattooing down. I can't tattoo like I used to 10 hours a day, five, six days a week. So when I started first having physical problems, I was like, oh, shit. And when I realized it was from tattooing, not sitting up twisting to one side for 30 years, I thought it was a good chance for me to kind of like share some of my experiences with pain through tattooing and try to pass it on to the next generation. So I'm not Dr. Derb. What I am, I'm a tattoo artist, just like you guys. itself, last 33 years, actually 36 years since I was 13 years old and did my first tattoo, but 33 years of professional tattooing. Um, I, I, I do a lot of other things within tattooing. I'm sure you guys know the Hell City Tattoo Fest, Red Tree Tattoo Gallery. Uh, true tattoo supply um, and then i also teach now so um, i haven't taught this seminar for over three years with the pandemic i've revised a lot of stuff so you guys deal with me as i'm going along some things are going to be quicker i got 65 slides to show you guys things to go through some are going to be real brief we're gonna move on to the other stuff um, but there's that sexy sexy guy <laughs> um, this is an article that i had i don't know if anybody caught the article that i had in ink magazine anybody catch that Yep. bud, you're the only one. <laughs> uh,
2: he,
1: right? So a lot, of, a lot of this seminar is for you know tattooers that have been tattooing a long time, but also for apprentices. And I know I asked before, but how many apprentices do we have in the room right now? Okay, cool. So almost half of you guys are apprentices. So this is a perfect uh, opportunity for you guys to get this insight. You can take it along and, uh, and just use it the rest of your tattoo career. Hurting your body is a choice. You sitting there hunched over is a choice. You twisting. We were talking earlier, I think, about working on people upside down for hours while the client's perfectly comfortable, you know? So hurting your body is a choice. If you don't eat properly, that's your choice. If you sit bent over, you know, tattooing all hunched over and not bringing the client to you, it's your choice. So hurting your body is your choice. We talked to somebody about that earlier, about me being suspended. Um, So that's me getting suspended, hurting my body. But also, also healing your body is your choice, healing your body after you're done tattooing literally is about going and kind of reversing the cycle of what you've done the whole day, you stayed stationary. So get out, you know, healing your body, eat properly, stretch, exercise a little bit. Um, So healing your body is your choice as well. I'm forty nine. That's my body right now. All natural, no steroids. (laughs) Um, So this is where we get to is like the obvious is easy to ignore. You'll sit there all day, knowing you're hunching, knowing you're uncomfortable, knowing that food's getting cold, sitting over there that you ordered three hours ago. You know, so the obvious is easy to ignore, just like you shouldn't swallow a coat hanger, or keep going sidewalk sidewalking. Um, we're all here literally to prolong our tattoo careers. You know, who here's been tattooing for five years or less? Bud. No. <laughs> Who here has been tattooing for 10 years? 15? Only 20. All right. Now we're getting up there. You're coming up on 30. Okay. Who has physical pain from tattooing? Okay. Who doesn't want physical pain from tattooing? That should be everybody. Yeah. Right there. So we're here to just pretty much prolong your career, make you guys aware of different things. Why are we here? Improve the comfort of the tattoo artist during the sessions. Raise awareness of the artist's health, teach simple and effective stretches. Like I said, I'm not gonna teach you guys anything new. I'm just gonna reiterate things. Teach proactive tattoo lifestyles that you should pass on to all your apprentices and everybody that, that is around you, and to promote preventative thinking for the artist. Typically we start here uh, when I teach is the, the thing that's causing us problems is tattooing. The tattooing's connected to our hands. So we're gonna work through the hands, through the body. Uh, with a lot of stuff one of the biggest things that tattoo artists encounter is carpal tunnels anybody dealt with carpal tunnel so yeah it's pretty serious shit sometimes you have to have surgery from it things like that i know conan lee also had surgery and at that point he couldn't even put his belt from what he was telling me, he couldn't even like put his belt on because his hand got so weak i think he did both yeah just your tattoo have you had the surgery on it and everything okay yeah a lot better now yeah so carpal tunnel is one of our main things. Now, let me see what I got here. Boom. So the carpal ligament is right through here. Your carpal ligament goes here, and uh, your median nerves, your carpal ligament goes here. So that's what pretty much compresses the, the median nerve. You also have the ulnar nerve. So your ulnar nerve is on this part of your body, mainly coming from like, you know, your funny bone, you hit that and pinky finger go numb and all warm. So that right there is your ulnar nerve. Your median nerve is, pretty much what you're going to feel from carpal tunnel. Anybody ever get the numb thumb from tattooing all day? That's part of carpal tunnel. That's your median nerves that run up in those parts of your uh, your thumb uh, that you'll feel mainly from the compression and inflammation and overworking. One of the things as tattooers we do is we tattoo all day. Then you're on your phones. And then you're on your laptop pressing down on your median nerve. So carpal tunnel is one of the biggest things that that artists have a problem with. With their hands, typically that and arthritis. Um, I don't know if you guys can see up here, but like I was saying, the median nerve is what's going to run through mainly these. So, see how it runs to it runs to the inside of your ring finger, but mainly it's going to run on the inside of the thumb, inside of these fingers. Um, so that's where you'll have a lot of problems with these three fingers from tattooing. Uh, like I said, the ulnar nerve is going to be mainly out towards like your pinky and stuff like that, and that's kind of like your funny bone more than anything. So. Uh, you'll get numbness in the fingers did you have that yeah. numbness in the hand of all of okay so you That's did ulnar so your whole thing was affected
3: ulnar nerve that, from that the of the
1: okay yeah yep but that ulnar will affect you just as much yeah uh, you have the numb thumb that i was talking about a burning sensation or a tingling in your hand and your hand can actually atrophy like i was talking about conan uh lee and his hands just getting weak and stuff like that and it'll actually start to atrophy. If you start feeling this stuff, go see a doctor. That's the main thing, right at first. Not Dr. Derb. Uh, so, a couple ton of surgery to release the carpal ligament. Like you'll see here, like the median nerve. Boom. This is all the median nerve, and then you got your carpal ligament. This is the ligament that is going to swell and press on your median nerve. So that's pretty much the procedure that that uh, Chris had. So they'll yeah <laughs> see you look away. But yeah, so they actually have to open you up there and, and cut that, uh, the ligament, the carpal ligament. So now we're gonna get into arthritis. Anybody deal with arthritis? You're jujitsu guy. You probably got arthritis in your hands too, huh? everywhere. Everywhere? Where's yours at? Shoulder. Shoulder, okay. Anybody else arthritis? You, yeah, where's yours at? Shoulder and elbow. Shoulder and elbow. Is it from tattooing you think?
2: Probably most
1: of it. Yeah, from the repetitive, yeah. Anybody else? Your jujitsu guy, too. Hands. Yeah. 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 So arthritis is something very real uh, for artists as well. It's pretty much an inflammation of your joints. I don't know if you can see my fingers are all fucked up from jujitsu shit. But arthritis makes it hard to uh, compress, you know, it concerns me, too, being a tattooer with, with arthritis and being able to hold your machine. Uh, you also have rheumatoid arthritis, which is more like all over body arthritis. Uh, and it can cause a lot of bone erosion and stuff like that. So like I said, we're gonna go through some of these quick too. Uh, Arthritis typically burning, swelling, stiffness, cramping, or inflammation. Preventative exercises, mainly when you're done tattooing, that's what I'm talking about. When you guys are done tattooing, get up and do something for yourself. You've been working hours for somebody else, essentially. You know, you're doing your art, but you're doing a service for somebody else. Do yourself a service, take time, stretch those, anything that was, because when we're tattoo artists, we're so tight we deactivate from here down i'm not using my legs what am i doing Hit a foot pedal so your whole body's from here up so when you're done you need to actually like get moving again we're so stationary during tattooing that when you're done tattooing either go to the gym do some stretches right there people feel weird about that but it's one of the best things you can do because if you don't stretch it's going to catch up with you you know so stretch your wrists that's one of the main things too because that's your money maker your hands your arms Things like that if you get carpal tunnel so you want to stretch you want to strengthen you want to get a lot of movement and try to lengthen like i said we're so tense that you want to lengthen everything you want to lengthen ligaments lengthen everything um, preventative exercises strengthen your hand stretch your wrist stretch your fingers there's different tools things that you can use i thought i had another one here yeah there we go uh, you can wear braces if you need to you know that hurts and stuff like that you all watch cross-contamination with that um but yeah do do some wrist exercises so if you start feeling it pay attention to it start doing some exercises back and spine how many people got back problems yeah and this is probably going to be the biggest thing that you're going to hear from tattooers and i get a lot of people that actually are just like der i'm having this pain what should i do and i help a lot of tattooers and they're like that fucking helped and it could be the way you're working we dipping over here you should be just dipping right here So there's things that i can usually look at somebody's cycle tattooing and find but the biggest thing i hear from people is back and hip pain more than anything so over here this tattoo artist this is the way we should be this is real easy to sit up at first you always find yourself slowly and then you're just like oh shit, like an hour later so try to stay aware um that's typically the area a lot of uh, that's more of a thoracic so you have you have your lumbar your thoracic and your cervical uh, a lot of hours will have lumbar and thoracic pain uh, is what I've noticed. Uh, twisting and sitting like that will enlarge your back muscles. So if you're twisting to one side for your ink, these muscles are going to get bigger, kind of like on my back, from twisting that can pull your spine off. So you can actually develop spine problems from a muscular imbalance from twisting to one side for 20, 30 years because larger back muscles. It causes a spinal imbalance. Best thing to do is strengthen your spine, reverse that. So if you can set up your your areas differently, if you're noticing that you're hurting from going to one side, just switch up the way you work. You know. Um, so this is different uh, spinal stuff. We call it the tattoo hunch. That's pretty much what we all get. Um, let me go back here. Spinal hydration. That's another thing too. How many people drink water every day? A lot of it. Yeah. Okay. That's super vital, not just you know for your skin and all that, but your spine. Like all the discs in your spine are hydration; they're they're meant to cushion the bones. So when you're dehydrated, you're you're gonna get thinning discs, you're gonna get you know degeneration of discs and things like that. But let's say if you're not hydrated, let's say you're hydrated and you jump, that water is needed in your discs to protect your spine, essentially. If you're dehydrated, you're going to start having degenerative issues with your spine, just in general, because you need hydration. I didn't know this shit either until I started having spine problems. They're like, you drink enough water? I'm like, hmm. They're like, yeah, your spine is, you know, your discs are dehydrated. Um, So yeah, so this, this is a normal disc. This is degeneration. This could be from dehydration and stuff like that. Bulging and herniated discs are usually from either what I have, what you guys are going to see here in the presentation, I have a serious uh, herniation in my disc with a bulging disc below it from tattooing. Um, so the herniated disc is fucking painful with shit, um, and then bulging disc. But this can come from you just hunching over too, because what you're doing, let's say this is your spine, this is a tattoo artist spine, and then if you're twisting on that like lazy point in your spine, that's where you're going to develop a bulge or herniation typically in your spine tattooing. And then the degeneration, typically that can come from not having enough you know, vitamins, minerals in you, hydration, things like that. So uh, muscular imbalance, you can get arthritis in the spine. I'm talking about the weak point in the spine. That's why you wanna sit up because your hunch point will become your problem, just like mine. Uh, and then stenosis, this right here is gonna be stenosis. So as your disc thins, so does the channel way for the nerves in your spine. So that's why you want to keep hydration too to keep the i guess the cushion and and not get stenosis uh and then degenerative disease all right the, this right here i'm gonna go back this is the video i don't know if you guys can hear it so i was having a lot of pain years ago to the point where it was making my my leg go numb I was literally kind of like this and I think it was right when the herniation began so I went and I was like ah because I had people telling me like you just got arthritis bro and it's like you need to rest your back no I found out that I have a severe herniation in my thoracic seven that's one of the highest paralysis points in your thoracic spine and it scared the shit out of me so I don't know if you guys can hear this but this is when the doctor was like this right here is like the bunch of my back right you guys can Okay, so i got so i have to show you guys i got closer up so i got a bulging disc here and i got a herniation here now my herniation's so bad boom okay i'm gonna step over here so like they said this is how your back should look see how straight this line is so the black is my spine my actual like spinal cord the whites the cushioning around your spinal cord when you get a bulging disc you see this right here just this bulge this is what causes most people pain. I don't know if you can see up here, or right here, where my spinal cord's compressed, and the herniations almost pushing through, right here, pushing through that the only cushion I have left in my spine. So that scared the shit out of me. And it's given me a lot of physical pain. um, Over the years, something I've been doing to help it is um, traction which is lengthening my spine. I can't really go to a chiropractor because they'll twist me and it set me and just, it's too risky for me. I know I do jujitsu, but it's not like, you know, it's it's a different type of a thing. So um, what we're talking about here is keeping good posture. Tattoo artist, this is where we want. This is me bringing my client to me instead of me going to my client and trying to make them comfortable. I need to be comfortable because I do this shit every day. They're here for four hours. They could be, in my opinion, your client could be not super uncomfortable, like upside down and shit, but they can actually hold a position for you for four hours because you got to do it tomorrow. You got to do it the next day. So you keeping your comfort is, is the most important because you're the one gonna have health problems from from you know being all bent over and stuff like that too. If you guys have questions along the way, just let me know. Uh, keeping your chair at a good height, adjusting your client to you. Like, don't like I said, don't go to your client, pull your client to you, raise things up, do tattoos, Ron, use tattoos standing up. Yeah, and that you probably don't have many back problems or, yeah, exactly.
3: I mean, a lot of the old school guys like wouldn't think our problems were use barber chairs instead of the tables we yeah. so nowadays it kind of cuts back a little bit. True like we were tattooing a leg back then like you said we were, yeah we never thought about throwing it up here nowadays guys like you know yeah
1: exactly and bringing that that I'm too i
3: sure why barber chairs ever so popular they're so hard to they're terrible work Yeah they are we all use for mm-hmm. years and, and I think that's why all of our hips sit on one side because we would
1: well back then nobody was even designing tattoo furniture either so that was like our only option
3: out with tattoo yeah
1: yeah definitely i got i have a little section about that too just conveniences we have nowadays as, as far as furniture and all that uh, don't twist twisting is one of the worst things you can do how many people twist when they tattoo so you guys setup set up literally is your clients here and your setups back here right or back here you're doing this every time every fucking time boom these are getting strong this is getting strong which is going to throw your body way way off so Something I try to 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 tell younger artists or older artists is stop twisting, switch it up. You should be literally here. Just dip it, you know, from the side. So if you got to change the, the angle of your chair to get to the permanent countertop, do it. Cause it'll it'll really save you. I think twisting is what really fucked me up a lot. Um, tattooing. Quit leaning toward your client. Good work counter heights. So you guys get that pretty much. This is like, sure.
2: And Dirk does it too. We've got our setup on a rolling station. So, mm-hmm. like, one day I'll set up on my right side, the next day I'll set up on my left side. Yeah. So, like, by like just changing those ergonomics every day. just, like confident yeah. customer, yeah, really, like just being confident where I'm not very custom, really just being For her. But just moving my yeah. station to the other. That's side. keeping you
3: balanced. But Dirk yeah. just
2: started working off the rolling station, too. Yeah. And I think that's like, like that's helped, helped me a lot. A lot, a lot. Your materials is if you would move your painting materials.
1: Yeah, exactly. So all that i mean it's super important you know um okay next is back and spine remedies that's me probably trying to squeeze out a fart hold my knee i don't know what i'm doing there <laughs> um, you can do the chiropractor you know this is really good for tattoos. uh is the inversion tables because mainly the way i look at it is you got like all this weight but wherever your injury is it'll the the traction of it i can't do this because of where my my is about right here my t7 So, I have about this much weight to pull down, I guess, for my injury, if that makes sense. So, what I do is I hang from straps. I thought I had an image up here for the straps, but I don't. But I hang from straps nowadays because it gives me, if I'm upside down, it gives me from my injury point to my feet that much weight to pull that herniation back. And I'm finally out of pain after what, three and a half years of like therapy kind of on myself. But those are some remedies. These are really good too, just to like loosen the muscles. You typically need somebody to help you out with that. What is this? Let me see, some of these images might be too big. And you can do massage. Okay, Um, you can do deep tissue massage. Anybody had a Thai Thai yoga massage? Not with a happy ending, just Thai massage. Do it, because that's, me and my wife love getting the Thai massages because it, it is a deep tissue massage, but it's also like a pressure that pushes you and things like that um chiropractors are good anybody ever been to a kinesiologist no okay kinesiologist is not going to just crack your back they're going to look at you and your lifestyle like when i went to kinesiology he goes I bet you're lactose intolerant i was like yeah kind of he goes bet you haven't taken calcium one day in your life since you became lactose intolerant huh i was like no he's like your spine's breaking down because you don't have calcium So kinesiologist is to me, he would only set me in the direction that my spine needed it because I was twisting this way. So he started getting me moving back that way. So kinesiologist is good as as well. Um, Here's some floor stretches. These are just examples. Now, all these, you can make up whatever the hell you want. This is just some of the stuff that I do, obviously, on a clean ground. I don't recommend you stretching on a tattoo studio floor, first of all, because cross-contamination. Uh, that's why I try to teach a lot more of the the chair stretches. But these are just stretches you can do at home, you know, for your thighs, your back. This is a good one right here. Boom. Actual uh, cobra pose. Uh, this is kind of what you guys want to do after you're done tattooing too, is reverse that hunch with activities that'll, you know, send you in the other direction. um I got some different things up here. You guys are welcome to use these after. I'll keep these out. Anybody use rollers?
3: All right, fuck yeah.
1: Rollers are the shit yeah so a variety of this is my favorite one it's called a roga because your spine can actually sit down in there and it gets the muscles but there's a variety of them up here as well Um, so inversion tables exercise balls the rollers super vital I, i recommend studios having not just at your house but in the studio have a mat with some of this stuff for the like at red tree we uh we have the inversion table we got a little like stretch area and stuff like that um back and spine remedies. More of these objects, boom! I brought one of those with me as well. One of the, anybody seen one of these? Oof, these are these are the jam because you can like pinpoint where your pain is and hold it on you. Um, so these are all things. This is one of my favorite ones too. Till you fall asleep on it, like I did one night, and it burned a hole in my fucking back <laughs> for real. Just sat there grinding my skin off. Um, so yeah, those are all things. I I live under a heat blanket. fun, you know that the heat blanket I'll just wrap around my lower back and stuff like that too so treat yourself you know take care of your body buy some things for you let's go to legs calves and thighs because I got huge uh, calves (laughs) Um, stretch on your break this is important too like you got time for yourself if your client gets up to take a piss like that gives you like two minutes to like actually stretch take care of yourself Um, stretch on a break standing stretches calf wall stretches like this Oh, no, I'm not, no, okay, I thought I had my cap on there, but you get it, you know, take care of your body. Uh, it helps blood flow to the legs. Like I was saying too, touch, if you're gonna stand, if I'm in a tattoo shop and I wanna like, let's say touch my toes, I don't really wanna do stretches where I'm like grabbing the bottom of my shoe, things like that. So just stay aware of those stretches like when you're in a shop too, cause your shoes are one of the most contaminated things in your whole workstation, your foot pedal. You know, if you're working foot pedals, your shoe, just as dirty, as your foot pedal um knees i've had personally had knee surgeries anybody had knee surgery no yeah you would you have uh, ACL. acl damn all right yeah i've had both uh meniscus redone jujitsu um but now i kind of feel a little bit of arthritis coming from my surgeries i'm 49 so i think i'm right on point with that um anybody have knee problems knee pain is it from tattooing you think or from other activities Jiu Jitsu, FUD. Yeah. <laughs> Jiu Jitsu, right? Weight lifting? Yeah, that too. Yep. You'll fucking blow out your knees. Yep. Like squats. Um, you can get tendinitis. We're, we're talking about tendonitis. Anybody had tendinitis? That's pretty common, actually. Mm-hmm. Tendinitis really burns, fucking hurts. But you get tendinitis in your foot too. It's in your Achilles from your foot pedal. Um, typically, it's a burning, swelling, inflammation, weakness. And skin fever you'll feel from the tendonitis. Um, and arthritis, actually. Best thing to do is to ice it. If you have tendonitis, ice it. Acupuncture is another good thing for it. Uh, these are some of the chair stretches. I don't know if you guys got enough room here to uh to do some of these. Typically, like if I got a little bit more room, I'll ask you guys, yeah, to stand up and see who can stretch. Like who can touch their toes. Do so you guys all touch your toes? Huh? You can, yeah. yeah um can you guys simply do that i don't know how much room you guys have you guys got room Just a little bit. yeah yeah that one's yeah so this is because your hips are going to be so tight that this is stuff like i'm not touching the bottom of my shoe but my client's up taking a piss and my fucking legs are tight because i've been tattooing for eight hours you know So chair stretches are are really vital boom and this is stuff you see john Mesa over here doing it as well. that's just one that's one that I like, but you don't have to leave your chair to stretch you don't have to go somewhere special for it, you know, you can do it right there. So easy twists and stretches in your chair don't stretch on dirty floors try to use a chair with like back support so you're not like
3: you know
1: falling out, these are other simple chair exercises. And I am touching the top of my shoe there, um, but those are other things too. Literally, like you can literally just stretch, stretch on the chair. So what I'm trying to say is like, you think it's hard to stretch, but you you don't have to leave your chair, you know. And and all these stretches you can make them up for whatever is good for you. You can
3: do the old twist.
1: I felt good. Um, and then you can use your chair for standing stuff too. So like, if you want to stand up, just. Stand up and fucking stretch. It's 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 funny that it's so easy for me to say that, but it's so hard for everybody to take one minute for themselves. Like do you guys honestly stretch during your tattoo sessions? Anybody.
3: I do mean now just because I'm feel like pain already. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause, Cause you almost have to now. right? Yeah.
1: So so just start stretching. I know it's common sense, but it will help you in the long run. Stretch your spine, stretch your sides, do torso twists like I was just doing leg stretches like that are really easy. Make up your own stretches. And as always, don't stretch on the floor. So you don't cross contaminate yourself. Um, These are simple. I like these like, lower back, um, you know, chairs that can actually hit you where you can actually like bend over, you know, bend backwards. But that stretch right there is one of my favorite ones too. um, Because it reverses the the hunch in your spine. More twists, side twists. Boom. Stretches for the legs. These are just examples. I'm just reminding you guys to stretch, really. But these are all easy as shit to do. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just stretching, taking care of myself. Shoulders and neck. Anybody have shoulder issues? You got arthritis in your shoulder, shoulder issues. Shoulder. What, what do you guys have? You got like an arthritis? Yeah, i got arthritis in
2: right shoulder. You're right. And
3: then uh, we're working
1: right now. So normally the neck.
3: Mm-hmm. See my chiropractor just
1: try to do. Uh, yeah, your neck should go go in here. Yeah. So yours is like, yeah. Mm. That's like, yeah.
3: first thing is like, like your neck bends the wrong way.
1: Yeah, and I'm going to use that as an example because if you were to raised your client all those oh, years, 100%. yeah. So bringing your client just like that, but probably took 10, 15 years to really start developing yeah. problems with it. Yeah um so shoulders and neck are typically something i hear from other like are the other artists that are like hey man i'm having this pain what pain do you have
2: um, well, I think doing. Always, yeah, just, like,
1: holding that hard arm hard. up the whole time yeah yeah and that's what will do it too what about you just
3: uh i got right oh well that'll it that'll do it right yeah <laughs>
1: So, in your shoulder and neck, you can get tendonitis. Uh, you can get bursitis. So, the bursa sac is a, a small liquid sac that's like in your shoulder. If it becomes inflamed, it makes it harder for the joints to move. Therefore, it gives you bursitis. Uh, arthritis in the shoulder, like you got. You can take anti inflammatories to help with this. There's also natural foods you can take, like almonds are a natural anti inflammatory. Um, ibuprofen's a good one. Compressed neck. A lot of artists get that. Like you said, you have neck problems too. So bam, there it is. Shoulder neck tension. Like I said, we all stay bundled up. So make sure you change your position and rest. As tattooers, we fucking grind all day. We don't rest. Typically you'll take what, one day off for yourself? You're doing your drawings, shit like that. I always say being tattooers is like being like a a college student. Like you do your homework at night, that's your drawings and getting ready. Tomorrow's the test, making the tattoo on people. So being a tattoo artist is like being a constant student because you gotta do your homework you gotta do the test next day, so so rest. Uh, arms and elbows, we're gonna go through this quick. Tendinitis, same thing that we're talking about. A lot of people will get tendonitis right here in their elbow. Anybody had tendonitis in the elbow? It takes a while to go away too. It's fucking uncomfortable as shit. Is that what you do? Okay, yeah. I had to do acupuncture to get rid of it uh, before and I got it from
3: kayaking
1: one time, and I was like, what the fuck? And then we were in London, I had to like go to like a acupuncturist over there. How quickly
3: does the acupuncture
1: help? It? So it didn't help right away. It literally probably took two to three weeks. Uh, like, did you do it one time? It I did it twice. After, like, I did it twice over there. Uh, three days, it was three days apart that I did it. Okay. But then I, did, I noticed it didn't relieve till like two, three weeks later. But that's the only thing that seemed to really help, because I was doing ice and resting. The acupuncture helped what it does is it creates a trauma that your body goes to like fix you know repair and stuff um so elbows are something you you get tendonitis in from like you know just tattooing arthritis anti-inflammatories help ice an and acupuncture so, which like is what helped me to put around there.
3: Right to,
1: there. To, to ride around there and it's got like a little ball in there you put it right that so push in. yeah
3: okay that's move that's around. interesting that's interesting how fast it will work yeah yeah it forces your like it pushes down one minute okay
1: yeah that makes sense because the whole time I had that tendonitis here i was like yeah I, yeah, I was like pushing yeah. it that's the only thing i like made it feel good was like putting yeah, like a pressure a on it
3: press, so like tattoo, and it's something nice you can wear while you're yeah and that's what you did yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah for months
1: that's how long it takes to get rid of it yeah it takes a while so um so yeah that's arms and elbow positioning while tattooing we've talked about this um it's pretty common sense um but things like that too like positioning your client would prevent your neck problems probably so bring your client to you like we talked about no twisting or hunching try to stay aware of this it's easy to do uh keep your chair at a good height adjust the client to you bring your client to you your positioning while working super important keep your work area in front of you like i said don't
3: don't need it back here you know don't do that
1: so anybody doing that go like make today your last time you ever twist more than this boom you know so that's highly important that's what will catch up with you more than anything so talking about er who we're talking about ergonomic furniture things like that so there's different ergonomic chairs and stools mayo tables things that they're doing nowadays for tattooing not just barber chairs like we're all talking about the newer generation you guys coming into tattooing it's a whole different world you guys have so many like comforts and things like that with tattooing that you should take advantage of it get the best chair get this because it, it it makes a difference in the long run you know in my opinion I mean we work off of the the tat sole chairs right now and they have more of a little bit of a saddle kind of feel to them um they have different ones yeah I know which one you're talking about you can almost like lean on it you can
3: comes all the way up not that
1: and and square. so yeah. so it sits on his front right yeah okay I was getting ready to say that too yeah it's like you could turn your chair around too and kind of like lean on it you know and sometimes that keeps you from hunching too much too if you're just That's like on the pad
3: still like
1: this too. it's still weird I don't
3: know, I guess I'm still too. yeah I you probably want those chairs into so the I don't remember when he came out and he was with that like and the build fuck is... and like just put regular fucking chair in there, yeah, yeah. Is that when we were there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that. Like, yeah, you know, so I mean, get the new chairs and sound good, someone like us would be really awesome. Try to over design. We would, we would maybe overcorrect and yeah, more problems.
1: Well, sometimes the stuff could be designed from people that don't tattoo, that are just like, I have this idea for a chair, but I haven't spent 10 years in a chair tattooing, so things like that. It might conceptually look good. But then the function of it's like, nah, dude, it's making me hunch. Well,
3: I think sometimes the function, like, you know, some of the friends, that they start out with, it, it's going to be great. But you got somebody like us who's been tattooing for years. We're used to the. Somewhat too late. And then, you know, we'll start to almost use different muscles to try to hold that position. Yeah. just set into it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And that's what it is, really, is, like, when you're sitting there, like I said earlier, like, when you're a tattooer, you're literally, like, shutting off half your body. I'm not using this. Sure, I'm sitting here. But the real one i'm using is i'm using these this so your whole upper body is where you're going to get most of your pain from you know uh mainly from twisting um so nowadays like i said we have so much more options for furniture you should take advantage of it or stand up like ron so they make i gonna show you some of these like that like that would be a perfect like just a little standing you know uh workstation uh, i know phil holt works like that too because He's had back problems so you guys can stand up and tattoo it really depends on what you want to do, but those are some examples like obviously you guys know that I produce these. Uh, these are true grips and those are not furniture, but they're, they're things that absorb by vi- like harmful vibrations when you're tattooing so you're not getting as many you know carpal tunnel issues and things like that. Uh, these are the chairs that we never had back in our day really not like that. These are the chairs that I like you asked about that this is pretty much the exact one that I use like that it's got a little bit of a saddle but it's also like I said, with a back on it and stuff like that, too. This can help you by simply having a back on your chair. If you push your ass back far enough, it will make you have good posture, you know so staying tight to your chair may be a good idea for you. And like Fawn was mentioning we we work off not like this, but these are this is just a Mayo stand but bringing something to you, rather than having like a stationary thing we're like shit. All right, you have to do it. So, um, buy things that that work for your uh, your setup and for your body. It'll improve your comfort. The grips absorb vibrations. Everything's gonna help with better posture, even standing up. Uh, nerve damage is what this is. What I have, I got a few things wrong with my body from tattooing, and I'm gonna tell you guys something you you probably never even thought about before. So, nerve damage is pinch nerves. Uh, They could be relieved, but you can't repair a damaged nerve. The only thing that really repairs stem cells. Who was talking about stem cells? You, yeah. So stem cells are one of the only things that can truly kind of repair a damaged nerve if it's still repairable. Um, But once you damage, once there's nerve damage, it's done. It's it's going to be there. You can relieve it a little bit, but once you get to that point, you're fucked. I'm fucked. Um, So one of the things that I deal with. Let me see here. I don't deal with sciatica. Let's go on sciatica. I'm going to get to to my point. So sciatica right here, you'll see comes out of the L4, boom, right here. And a lot of times, where's your wallets sit? Right here. You know, you're going to be sitting on your sciatica. Anybody have sciatica, nerve pain? That's nasty. And it just hurts your, does it make your foot burn? Yeah, exactly. But the sciatica will make your foot burn. Who had it? You? You do too. What are your, what you have sciatica? You got sciatica. Yeah. And that shit's painful too. They make your whole leg burn. Yeah. What about you?
3: What the hell is going on with you guys? Jesus.
1: <laughs> I'm going to make a seminar. on like how not to get hit by a car as a tattoo artist.
2: <laughs> is that what it is? You guys both get hit in yellow spring. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so
1: yeah sciatica is one of the things you're going to deal with all right so i'm going to talk about this and this is your femoral nerve anybody know what the femoral nerve is yeah okay so your femoral nerve you have your sciatic nerve comes out of your uh l4 down your sciatic nerve comes from that same area and goes over your hips and down the front of your legs that's where even before my spine issue started really bothering me. I started dealing with uh numbness and almost like a paralysis in my left leg to where I was like catching it on like little shit and it wasn't like firing the same way. It's because I've developed a condition called neuralgia peristetica, and that's a compression of my femoral nerve right here in my hip which shuts off the rest of the rest of my leg pretty much with that nerve. Uh, It used to be super painful when it first started happening because I didn't realize what was causing it and one of the things I'm going to tell you guys is if you're wearing a thick belt. thick leather belt and you have a little bit of excessive weight on you people don't realize is tight belt Everybody keeps your pants up and when you're tattooing and you're leaning forward with a, a hard belt it literally turns into your femoral nerve it'll compress that femoral nerve so bad that it'll it'll shut it off it's pretty painful causes numbness so one thing that i recommend to tattoo artists too is like either wear sweatpants and like loose pants loosen your belt don't wear a belt things like that nick baxter actually started tattooing in like workout pants and sweats and you know like loose fitting kind of athletic wear while he's tattooing to prevent because he started having pain like that and I actually talked to him. I'm like, dude, you pray. I'm like, you tattooing with a fucking tight belt on. He's like, I don't loosen my belt. So then, with your gut, a lot of tattoo artists, you know, with all respect, can be overweight. A lot of pizza. Yeah, we eat a lot of pizza. Yeah, exactly. So with that excess of weight, it can push your belt into your femoral nerve over time. Might like, probably happen over 20 years, whatever. Yeah, Didn't even think
3: about it. Part of like what has all this picture stuff like going to the gym and trying to prevent all those things to go in there and then like eating correct. because like our eating schedule sucks because we're worried about the Your client, they ate right before they got there. We haven't ate all day, but we're like, oh, let's just knock it out. You're worried about
1: everything but yourself as a tattoo artist, typically. And I forget who I was telling this to earlier. Like your clients will take every minute you have. They'll let you schedule them starting at 10 10 p.m. and work till 4 a.m. The next day you'll be like, oh, yeah, 7 a.m. Take care of yourself, you know, like make time for yourself. that go to the gym things like that because if you're overworking yourself you're gonna start having fucking problems and it might come from your belt you might not know it and then your legs numb the rest of your life uh that's me last week eating a cheeseburger but that like that you know like the overweight with these hard leather belts like think what he's compressing just within that because a lot of your nerves do run through here you know through your hips um remove your wallets that's my wallet (laughs) i wish (laughs) Um, <laughs> yeah, that's all ones for the strip club. Um, so we talked about sciatica that comes out of your L four nerve, um, uh, morale, That's what we talked about. So loosen your belts most likely you want to deal with that. That's the femoral nerve, loosen your belts, loosen your clothing, remove your wallet, lose weight, uh, eyes and off. Op- Anybody have eye problems? Is it from tattooing? You think no. Oh really, wow. Anybody else? That sounds you probably can take the cake without. Yeah, <laughs> okay, near near Ampard. on oh, Indijai. Okay, well, but same.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, I've noticed my sight just within the last like three years starting to change a little bit because I'm older
3: taking mm-hmm. care of your health and what you eat for your site too because um diabetic yep. can really yeah. affect it diabetes is one of the things leading things for like kind of my blood sugar was starting to affect why my yeah. site's starting to go down i had a friend that
1: kind of went blind from being diabetic like years and years ago yeah until she started getting on more medicine and started I have helping
3: glasses
2: until about three years,
1: you know, <laughs> oh, okay yeah
2: it's like
1: a macular degeneration yeah over time so yeah diabetes is is definitely one of the serious ones and you can give yourself diabetes by not eating right as a tattooer
3: most eat right because of our
1: yeah and that could lead to diabetes yeah diabetes i gotta watch because i drink a lot of sugars and stuff um but so yeah let's talk about the eyes a little bit so nearsighted that's what pretty much all of us are going to be being tattooers we've trained our eyes to be nearsighted this is far-sighted obviously you can see things further away
3: this is an example
1: nearsighted you're going to see things artists, we're gonna see the the art part of the pencil, looking further away, a lot of us can't see far away, you know, as well as we can up close is because the muscles in our eyes have been trained to be more nearsighted. Um, You can do eye exercises, take a break, while you're tattooing, look off in the distance, you probably know all this stuff too. Um, But also I tell people to focus on colors, lights, shapes, just kind of not just looking at like a flat wall at a distance, but like try to make things out. So eye exercises are important, especially after you're done tattooing, take a little bit of time to look around, like stay conscious. It's it's easy to say, but it's easier said than done. And this whole seminar is a do as I say, not as I've done, you know, because I'm not perfect either. Uh, focus on distances, focus on details and colors, eyes and optics. Lighting when you're tattooing is a huge thing. Um, mainly not creating a hand shadow. So everybody works with a lamp, I see so many tattoo artists that are right handed with the lamp on the right hand side creating a shadow thinking it's proper when it should be over here hitting properly so lighting is important it's going to help your eyesight it's going to help your precision and tattooing uh you mainly want a white light not a yellow light you'll see how the yellow light it should be gray the yellow light will turn it yellow obviously it'll give you a false sense of your colors good lighting is key try to use a white or not light uh keep it across uh, Across from your tattooing hand, so you don't create a shadow, prevent hand
3: shadows. Nice and simple. Uh, digital technology? Sure. So, one of the reasons that the
2: different lighting is so important is when you use a bright white light or a daylight simulating light, your eyes know what to do with all those colors that they're being bombarded with. Where you've got all like incandescent or like fluorescent or like Party electronic lights around you all day long, your eyes get really stressed mm-hmm. half the time. Yeah. Um, so daylight simulating, if so you just like look for that keyword on all the like all the so much eye stuff, like even for us, like this, you just put daylight bulbs in them, and they're like ten percent more. It'll make it, your headaches will be gone, your eyes won't be tired, and it's just that you don't even have to change the way you work. I, oh, for yeah, and
3: that's not only just for your tattooing, like you know, but for overall, like in general, studio. like, yeah. um, and we have installed in one of our rooms because we we're trying it out, but they actually now sell lights you can put in your entire studio. But yeah, they change throughout the day, you can sit on a timer, so it's, it has three different light settings so that that way it doesn't, your eye doesn't get Oh, it. Also, it's not just the one yeah, consistent. Yeah, so it changes levels of light throughout the day, but gradually, so you don't even realize it. Okay, but yeah. It's kind of like, like so like it's like an automatic eye exercise almost for yeah, changing like it up on you. because you're not underneath that same light oh, vibration yeah. all day that you get a different thing yeah. So that's a new option that they've come out with, too. And that's like, awesome, I didn't so hear that. It. That will actually just change, like you were saying, so it gives you more of that natural perspective of the day going past. Rhythm. Yes, rhythm, I need, yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay, see. Yeah.
3: See?
1: Yeah, so, 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 so. I told you I'm not Dr. Derb.
2: <laughs> but no, yeah.
1: And the lighting is something that can catch up on you too. If you're struggling through light, your eyes are going to get bad. You know, so proper lighting is important. If you're using the hot lights, those are good. But if you're using like a yellow light, go back to your shop and get rid of it and get the right, you know, right stuff. Or even look at your studio, like you said, studio bulbs. Um, so yeah, that's eyes and optics. This is one of the things I just threw in here that I personally think is affecting my eyes over the years now. Is digital technology. Bright lights at night, looking at your phone. You know, I honestly think that's kind of fucking people's eyes up nowadays is like digital technology and being on your iPads, and your phones. How many people lay in bed at night on their phone? Bright ass light, you know? So it's things like that. Um, so bright light in your eyes, blue light keeps you awake at night, things like that. So I just want to throw that in there because I think that that's something that's affecting people's eyes nowadays. Uh, eye diseases anybody get floaters in their eyes yet like my old ass yeah the yeah, eggs where you see like what was that and it's just like a fucking something or I'll think something's moving but it's just like a like a uh, you know pretty much something in my eye um, so glaucoma is very real glaucoma can come from an excess of light in your eye as well that's why I put that digital part in there because glaucoma can come from that eye floaters are what I was talking about a lot of people get those as you get older um, allergic conjunctivitis typically is where you'll get an eye infection or something you're allergic to. Uh, Macular degeneration, we've talked about that. Age really is something you can't really prevent. As you get older, your eyes are gonna fucking go out, you know, just in general. See an eye doctor regularly. We talked about vitamins for your eyes. So like I said, a lot of this is common sense, but if you guys can add some of these supplements to your, your daily, how many people take vitamins every day? like every day religiously yeah i make what i call my old guy shakes nowadays it's got like spirulina chlorella i use powdered so i don't get to like put a whole thing of kale and all this shit in there i'll use powdered greens powdered reds powdered fruits what's that
3: i just started powdered
1: yeah and then you can just drink the shit and get all your nutrition you can get all these vitamins in you so my thing is is like I'll make my coffee but i'll also be making my shakes in the morning a lot of those have the vitamins in them that i need um so that's that's a pointer but those are just foods that'll help your eyes because you can't see you can't tattoo bottom line how many people do conventions i don't i never do so conventions are another kind of like point where like you're eating shitty food you're not sleeping you're partying you're at a fucking you know, with all due respect, because I put on conventions, you're in a little fucking booth, you know, trying to get your drawing done and talk to people. And it's just, it can wear your ass out. It can put you in bad physical moments with like little fold up chairs and stuff. So, could... Every Monday, back to
3: work. yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, conventions alone, like if you do conventions, take care of yourself at conventions too, just like you at your studio. Don't just be like, eh, there's McDonald's there down the escalator. You know let me stay up till 4 a.m fucking drinking whiskey which is fun but you know <laughs>
3: this so this is where
1: I do as i say not as i've done because i've been up to 4 a.m at pretty much every convention um eating well at conventions um go do some food shopping before you get there so you can create some healthy meals for you to eat every room's got a fridge so a lot of times we'll empty the fridge out and put our own food in there and then we check out we'll put it all back um snacks to keep your clear head that way when you're tattooing you're fucking starving I usually keep like granola bars, things like that in my backpack too, just little things where if you're like, what's wrong with me? Why am I? And then you're like, oh, I haven't fucking eaten in like eight hours. That's cool, because I'm so distracted, I didn't even know it. So keep little snacks with you at conventions, no energy drinks, and try to drink plenty of water where you're at conventions too. I call it convention survival. You see Megan's all hunched over, so is he. Uh, So we call it convention survival. What's that making? Well, yeah, but on. yeah, exactly. So that's why I, I use both of them. There. But I mean, you can like it's just not optimal to tattoo at conventions, unfortunately. Even though I put them on, it's not the best.
3: You can't get the chair and stuff.
1: Yeah, exactly. Unless you're a local shop, we'll see local shops bring in their chairs and drive stuff in. That helps. But convention survival is a big thing. Uh, three, three, three to four days in a small booth really fuck you up. will make sure you stretch, you move. Um, we're gonna get into digital coaches anybody uses digital coaches anybody know what digital coaching is talk about that uh try to use the local gym or the pool you know if they got something there for you take a second for yourself this is another good one too take the stairs when you can where'd it go yeah sometimes i'm like elevator we're only up six floors like i haven't moved all fucking day am i do i really need an elevator let me get some fucking blood flowing yeah exactly so try to just proactive ways of thinking anybody allergic to latex you are yeah yep, exactly that's a contact dermatitis and stuff like that yeah um so that's becoming something within tattooing so more tattooers are becoming you know allergic to latex because latex allergies are like lead poisoning so when you have lead poisoning your body can never really truly get rid of that lead. So once you build up so much lead in your body, that's when you get like an intolerance and allergic reaction to it and you can't really filter lead out of your body. That's why I take spirulina chlorella, believe it or not, in those old guy shakes I talked about, because those pull out heavy metals and things out of your body. So you can do things like that. But once you develop a a lead allergy, much like latex, latex allergies are going to be the same thing. Once you develop one, probably always have, it, right? Do you have to watch waistbands on like socks and underwear that have latex in them? Mm-hmm. Are you that bad? That's not too bad. But yeah, so but it does affect you, right? Yeah, yeah. So latex allergy is like this. It's like once you develop it, it'll always be there. Mainly, latex allergies typically come um, from osmosis, from absorbing through your body, or taking your gloves off if you have, if you use like a powder latex glove and you inhale that latex powder it just stays in you and then eventually you'll develop problems with it and stuff like that too so skin allergies over time anybody get eczema i get eczema my eczema comes from food allergies though yeah so if i drink milk or if i have too many like almonds and shit like that i'll get eczema what gives you guys eczema in
3: the winter, dry skin
1: dry skin yeah do you notice it if you're dehydrated or stressed
3: i tend to get more dehydrated in the winter.
1: okay yeah yeah what about you when's yours flare up right there show them you guys see that but that yeah i know what i'm saying that could be a do you use nitrile or latex um okay and you find yeah do you take any for it or anything? Um, I like, or I like, yeah, like, really like a skin steroid. Yeah. So things like that, like that's a very real thing. Uh, do eczema, psoriasis, give you a skin rash. It's allergic con- con- contact to dermatitis is essentially what it is. Uh, and, and like we spoke about, it's like lead poisoning pretty much for your body. Uh, alternatives. There's the, you guys can see the, even just put on a glove. Boom. So I recommend like powder free gloves no matter what, because that's like the one of the only ways you're going to prevent it rather than going to, you know, a nitrile glove. Uh, Latex powder clouds, try to use powder free gloves. Client allergies as well. Sometimes you got to cater it to your client. Sometimes your client will be allergic to nitrile where you're like, shit, what do I use vinyl? Latex? So um, vinyl gloves are an alternative. Hand washing, we're gonna go over this really quick. Everybody knows how to wash their hands, right? Anybody know what interdigitizing is? Exactly. Yeah. This interdigitizing. Yep. So just washing this surface, rinsing. Not to do for a day. No. <laughs> right. So washing your hands is important. Wet and apply the soap. You guys know how to do that. You guys know how to leather your hands up, front and back. Interdigitizing the fingers. Washing under the fingernails. If you have a brush, some people want the brushes. Scrub your hands. Don't just soap and rinse. Thirty seconds. This is all common sense stuff, especially since the pandemic. Wrench your hands and your nails, dry your hands with a new cloth. Boom. Diet of the artist. How many people eat this every day? Good, good answer. How many people eat a salad every day? No, I was eating salad at like fucking midnight last night. Salads. So anyways, this is what we should be eating. This is what most tattooers eat because this is quick and tasty as fuck usually. And this is not so quick if you gotta make a salad and people just don't like the taste of salad but diet of the artist pack your lunch if you if you're not around somewhere you can go eat healthy pack a lunch drink plenty of water use quick healthy alternatives order healthy foods through uber eats things like that when i was fucking first tattooing you guys can attest to this we had pizza and fucking subs that was it you guys Have the opportunity for like Uber Eats, DoorDash, all this shit, where we didn't have that before.
3: (laughs) Right? Yeah, for real.
1: Yeah, (laughs) but that's where our generation of tattooers, I think, were a little. They were less healthy. They were more overweight because you didn't have healthy alternatives to eat. So you would eat like shit, huh?
3: Most tattooers back then were yeah,
1: they were exactly, yeah, like '90s tattooers were just all of them were almost overweight. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you would throw all this shitty food in your face and then you would go, what, sit down? Is that doing anything for your metabolism? Nothing, you know? So just try to eat better. That's my stomach. Um, <laughs> so excessive weight will lead. We talked about diabetes earlier. Um, it's not always from weight, sometimes it's just hereditary, too. Like we have diabetes in our family, too, which I didn't realize until my mom made me work. Is neuralgia is another precursor for diabetes? which I've had my blood tested and all that. But my mom, at that point, when I told her, she's like, you know we got diabetes in our family, right? I'm like, no. She's like, you know your great aunt had her legs cut off, right? I'm like, the fuck? (laughs) He should have told me I was like 10 years old. So, um, but yeah, diabetes is a big thing. Skin conditions, heart attacks, um, heart failure, and sleep apnea. Anybody know what sleep apnea is, right? Does anybody deal with sleep apnea? Yeah, scary shit, isn't it? So I've I've had a little bit of sleep apnea here and there. Depends on, but I'll wake up like, <gasps> like try to catch your fucking breath. Almost feels like you're dying. Um, but excessive weight could typically do that too. Um, Diet of the artist. We're gonna keep going with this. Pretty common sense. Pack your food. Do delivery. Pack nutritional bars. Make a smoothie. You got the smoothie bar open in here? No, no, not yet. Next week. <laughs> So, again, fast, easy meals. I know we're going over a lot of diet here, but that, that's a huge thing for artists. Uh, nutritional bars, meats and cheeses, almonds, fruit snacks, Uber Eats. Keep going on about the diet. Uh, multivitamins are a huge thing. Um, I'm 49. People ask how I'm still looking somewhat young, besides so silver hair. And honestly, I go, fucking multivitamins. Like literally, waking up at the, JC, you've been healthy as shit all your whole life. Do you take vitamins? Have you been taking vitamins? Kind of like, yeah. The only thing it's safe for you guys,
3: but at the end of the day, like I was struggling so my body
2: my like cool.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So one of the things I, I tell people too is like, how are you staying young? How are you staying healthy? I go multivitamins. Because when you take vitamins, one of the ways you're going to age is from your cells breaking down from free radicals and not having the vitamins they need to not break down. So if you take vitamins every day of your life, typically you'll age a little slower because your cells have what they need to not age. Does that make sense? what do I take? Just I take both. I'd have to show you my cabinet of everything I take. But I do take multivitamins, uh, like natural food multivitamins. Um, And then I take magnesium, uh, like I said, chlorella spirulina, um, uh, magnesium B complex vitamins. Um, I mean, I got so much shit I take, Uh, take calcium every day now. Um, I take uh, potassium nitrate for like muscles and firing um there's so much shit that I take um but it's all catered to things that I think my body needs you know Uh, but basically a multivitamin will give you what you need through the day you can throw extra things on there you don't want to take too much calcium because if you take too much calcium it'll actually build up in your joints so you need to kind of know what you're doing there a little bit too but yeah I take a lot of shit like I should put that out online just like my you probably see my cabinet
2: oh yeah when we travel it's like Like, a all of his it. it's like
1: are you yeah nutrition? yeah exactly vitamin d3 i mean there's so much shit that i take um pretty much about this much i literally probably take about this much every day of pills and it's all just natural shit, and i feel fucking great um but the shakes are a big thing too because i can throw a banana and get like actually fiber and stuff like that in there as well uh drink water eat more fruit water will ha- help aid in digestion, it'll help hydrate the skin like we were talking about taking multivitamins, water water water. So vitamins and water are key to keep you from aging so quickly. Um in a fridge, do you guys have a fridge here things like that? So I recommend shops to have like a little refrigerator, you know, where people can put their lunches in. I hate when fucking artists though like leave their old ass food in the fridge. So that's always yeah that's always a fucking issue so it's is like mm-hmm. it's oh dude i've down. thrown fridges out of my shop because people leave fucking food in there you hear me yeah at the, at the shop we we're all on point that was that beer or whatever was in there nate marty left a can of beans open in it and i opened them like farted here like fucking hell but yeah pretty much yeah but but this is, these are ways for you guys to to eat well at your shop. If you don't have time to go out, you got 10 minutes to go back there between your appointments and put something in the microwave or grab something fresh out of the fridge. Um, so I, I, I believe shops should have a small refrigerator, microwave, little ways for you guys to stay healthy. Water machine, snacks, more bottled waters. Stress. Who was I talking to about the stress of being a tattooer earlier? Is it you? How many people are stressed when they tattoo or preparing for a tattoo or anything? How many people get stressed from tattooing? And it's totally fucking normal. You know why? Because you have expectations from other people on you to do something permanent on their body and they got a time that they demand of you, you know, so it can, the, the stress and the burnout out of tattoo artists is real. Um, social media stress. How many people get stressed out? on social media shit. And I think that's a common thing because you're comparing yourself to I got a post, you know, and I'm guilty of it. We're all guilty of it. But social media stress is is something new that we're all kind of dealing with. You have client expectations, like you got to be on point, you got your drawing done, you got a tattoo. So clients can can stress you out with all due respect. But like the expectations from clients, like I said, they'll take every minute of your day. So you need to find time for yourself. So you don't burn out Comparing yourself to other artists. That's another reason people can burn out or not feel they're good enough or stop comparing yourself to people. You know, when you're tattooing, just be happy you're fucking tattooing. Do the best you can and try to learn. But something that stresses a lot of artists out is like, I can't do that the way he does it. I'll never be him. He's getting all the media. Fucking who cares? If you're a tattoo artist, you should be happy that you're even part of this lifestyle. And part of making your own scheduling and doing whatever the fuck you want. Now like, if you're a tattooer, you have so much more freedom that people at Taco Bell don't have, or, you know, like normal jobs. So uh, don't don't compare yourself. Do your best, do your thing, be yourself. That's what will bring a new style of tattooing or a whole new look is not, not comparing yourself to other people, you know? Long work hours, we all know that. That can burn you out. Nope, oh, let me go back. Uh, and then we're talking about the foods, so you could be starving during the day, that'll stress you out. Stress and anxiety, because we think about it a lot. Meditation's good, there's some acupuncture. Anybody done cupping on their back? No? Yeah. You've done it? Yeah, so that shit gets real, deep. yeah. Um, So stress and anxiety. Anxiety, who deals with anxiety? I do. I do a lot of shit. You don't think I'm stressed? Anxiety ridden? And I think just being a tattoo artist can do that sometimes. So anxiety will make it hard to breathe. You'll feel overwhelmed. Like you can't keep up with all your drawings and everything. Uh, you feel a sense of doom. Uh, your tense muscles. Things that help diet, exercise, sleep. Those are the key. And actually, I've talked to doctors. And they say that diet, exercise, and sleep are comparable to any kind of anti-anxiety medicine that you're going to have. Typically, you'll have anxiety because your body's tired, your mind's tired, things like that sleep diet and exercise are comparable to like taking xanax to help you with your stress and shit like that it really is Um, massage and acupuncture we've talked about have extra activities how many people do something how many people have like an extracurricular activity yeah what are they what do you got read yeah so switches the gear for you yeah what about you Who else was next? You bowling. bowling. Yeah. Exactly. Get you moving. Yep. Who else? Who's got extra meditation? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that fucking helps too a lot. Anybody else?
3: Well, my guy told me I, I ride, like she's saying riding my motorcycle and I I used to do a couple set trips every year. And then being starting to expo and everything, I've been so busy I haven't done. And a couple of my guys like, man, I mean it's say it, man, but uh you're kind of easier to work for when you were taking your motor trips because those trips reduce that anxiety and so right year I'd take off for a week and yeah because we're the stress and, and I haven't done them and everybody's noticed they're like dude I mean you're doing yeah, you your trips man I'm like but you know that kind of can be stressful when you get to a certain point because like we were talking earlier like you're trying to get everything done and if you're, if you're out, out for two possible, three hours for two days it takes you two days to realize that you're you allowed to have that trip for mm-hmm. yourself. Like, yeah. I think that's one thing that
1: we're. But the expectations from others make you go, I gotta get fuck back and yeah. do my drawing and yeah. stop uh, having fun for myself. You know? Bro, and you definitely... should work hard. I'm not telling you guys the, to not work hard. Working hard just is a key. If you work hard, you can play hard. That's the way I look at it. You it's know? Expected. You do jujitsu. That's your only act. Like, so, like
3: that.
1: Yeah. But that's your main outlet. Yeah. yeah. Anybody else? Okay, yeah. I suggest some kind of like physical activity. Reading's great, but I suggest getting out some of the stress, you know, getting out and doing something, whether it's walking, swimming. Um, enjoy the moment. Like I said, enjoy the moment of being a tattooer. Don't stress too much because we're in a fucking fortunate position where we're at even a found tattooing. Daily exercise is very important. You can either exercise in the mornings, which I don't normally do, uh, exercise after work to me. That's one of the most important times to exercise or to like break the cycle of tattooing and doing business Ex- exercise after work it also gives you it like switches your gears and then after you're done working out you can be like okay now i can go home and sit back down and, and get on this so um it
3: you more effective than you feel like the yeah day, like if you come straight from the shop and go home and you got your to all tomorrow appointment you're just like slugged out hour just around the house where if you go to the gym for half hour and you come home you're reset you ready to- yeah
1: exactly yeah so i i i'm a big guy with exercise you know and I I exercise for myself but I think I exercise too to control my anxiety you know even my wife if I'm getting like uh, kind of like grumpy she'll be like go fucking train or well, she wants me to go get my ass beat pretty much <laughs> but then she'll, she knows yeah like she knows that I almost like need to exercise you guys you probably just like that too like I have to have that if I don't have that it'll affect my fucking job and and you know like how I'm functioning. So
3: I go to the gym daily for the mental aspect. Yeah. But the physical is just a bonus. Exactly. Yeah. Like
1: honestly, do you do jiu-jitsu to be a tough guy? You do it for the physical aspect, the mental aspect, and it <laughs> helps you deal with things out here better. So just like just like all this, so helps you stay healthy and improves your mood, uh, controls your weight. And it's going to help you live longer and feel better. Uh, here's some of the exercises: um, abs and back. This right here, I have this machine at my house. If you guys can get this machine for a tattooer, because it's the reverse, what is it, reverse fly or whatever they call it? Hyper fly. Yeah, hyper extension. Yeah. So that's a good one. Um dead uh deadlifts to me are one of the most important weightlifting things for a tattooer. Anybody do deadlifts? I'm sure, you guys do. Yeah. One of the most beneficial things for your whole body overall. So if you guys lift weights, cool. Start doing deadlifts. Honestly, if you don't lift weights, try it. Whether you're at your house lifting little shit, but keep your body strong. Yeah,
3: lifting weights doesn't mean you have to go in there and try to lift heavy. I don't lift heavy. It's just the. I lift. The yeah. Of it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. To, a lot of people are fearful, like, well, I don't, I don't want to. Go I have to go in and kill it's it. It's not about being some guy. It's just about.
1: It's literally about like the long, like the longevity of it. like If you go in and you lift weights heavy as fuck. Thinking like, oh, I'm getting into weightlifting. And you just crush it. It's not fun. It doesn't feel good. So make this shit just like a a lifestyle change. You know, work out every day if you have to, or every other day. Extracurricular activities. Go running. Get swimming. Do different yoga, or you know, take up a class like that.
2: That's Seriously. No, no,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> like, quit doing jujitsu and start doing this, bro. Yeah, that's you've been waiting for that, right? Uh. So, and then obviously, that's what I'm gonna do to Fud later. <laughs> yeah, good luck, motherfucker. <laughs> so, like a lot of us, I have noticed a lot of tattooers getting into jujitsu because the movement, the the cardio aspects of it. There's a different camaraderie with somebody you're trying to choke and trusting them with your life. And yeah, exactly. So just take up something. Does anybody do yoga? Yoga, boom. Yeah. Anybody lift weights? Anybody do jujitsu? Just three, four? Yeah. What are you? I did jujitsu
3: from '88 to about three to four years ago.
1: Now i just. Oh shit! Black belt. Yeah. Oh right. Fuck yeah. So you know the benefits of it too. Yeah. And
3: now you're talk back into getting into the Yeah. Like, yeah you just <laughs> I need to, to the lose duration. weight <laughs> and do vitamins. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: yeah. I need my vitamins, my water, and then I'm good. Um. So yeah, just take up extracurricular activities. Anybody know what digital coaches are? You got them on you right now. Yep, you got your watch, you got your phones. You can set reminders to eat. Yeah, hey Siri, remind me to eat at 3 p.m. You hear my phone go off every day at 2 p.m. It says order food. Your clients, your appointments, your lifestyle can all be, if you forget about it, there's something like we're so fortunate nowadays to have that instead of a dial-up phone. These can do shit for you. They can schedule things they can remind you to eat they can remind you to stretch all that shit. so use digital coaches a lot
2: hey, that,
1: like drink walk like, shit like that
2: You're drying out.
1: yeah it's it's things like that so utilize your phone not just for like your phone but like set timers every day and make it a it's like a persistent lifestyle. Cool
2: so but you are already setting your yeah. alarms and shit. I just like I've seen how yeah. I set all my meals. Yeah. yeah.
1: Exactly. Right. <laughs> so digital coaches are a way to to not forget to eat, not to forget to stretch, things like that. And you can set it up every day. Apple Watch, like is that an Apple Watch you got on? Yeah. And again they can be all
3: just like working out, you can adapt all these to fit what but what style of working out or what style of digital coaching you yeah, need? Yeah, you know? exactly.
1: Yeah, so if it's about food, and you're like, I'm not even eating probably, right. I
3: never even thought about that, but like to literally just to say, hey, stop and eat. Yeah. Because I'll get done and it'll be 11 o'clock at night and I'm like, oh shit. And then at that exactly. point what do you eat because everything's closed. Everything's closed. So you know, That's my
1: problem getting out of training. Like everything's fucking closed when I go to eat like at night. Uh, so yeah, start using your phones and your watches as digital coaches to help you with any of the stuff we've talked about. Uh, and there's apps, like she was saying, that can manage your water drinking and all that good stuff. Old habits die hard. Who smokes cigarettes? Fuck. Yeah, bro. when not we talking about that? You smoke cigarettes still? I'm oh, not. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, Andy, what the hell?
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, well, that no, that's good. I Yeah. He was
3: thinking about still smoking until you just called it. Yeah, right.
1: I used to smoke cigarettes like a dummy. But it came from, like kind of high school habits and just stupid ass shit, you know. So I look at cigarette smoking as like like a kid habit that goes with you into your adult life. So if you're smoking cigarettes, that's one of the things that like conventions you'll see the smoking section, everybody's going out to fucking take breaks, and break the cycle and go smoke. Um spend more time at the art table than the bar, you know. It's the only way. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it's fun going to the bar. So these are just, you know, This is me. This is my biggest vice. I'd say that. And sugar, uh, cigarettes are a typical thing with tattoo artists. Same with soda. A lot of artists drink soda. Sugars are bad. And then all of our favorites, the beer, JC, you love beer, don't you? (laughs) All these years, baby. (laughs) So, um, but these are the habits that you get into that you think like smoking is part of being a tattooer. you know, that's, I think that's what keeps some tattoo artists smoking is that misery loves company. So any smoker will be like, hey, you wanna come out with some smoke? Here's a cigarette. And then misery loves company, you know. So you smoke, try to quit. Nobody in here smokes, which is good. Smoking alcohol is another thing. Caffeine's my my biggest thing next to weed. Um, they're they're depressants. <laughs> um, so alcohol is actually a depressant. So that's why you see people get all sad and crying on alcohol, except for tequila, because tequila is not a depressant. <laughs> um A lot of the stuff you cause hypertension, caffeine, and all that Uh, advances your age, believe it or not. You see an alcoholic that's our age, it's going to look 20 years older, you know? Um, Gives you shaky hands. So, as a tattooer, if you're a heavy drinker, you'll notice they get the alcoholic shakes and shit like that. Uh, Let's get into sleep. How many people get more than six hours of sleep a night? My old ass does now. Five hours, four hours shop owners yeah so sleep's important um we function somehow but we usually make up for it with like coffee some kind of energy drinks and shit like that to like you know stay up sleep's important helps you focus maintains your weight uh reduces stress and helps your body actually kind of heal and recover a lot of times i'll go to sleep after training just because my body's like you need to heal yeah exactly as i told my wife too i was like i want to stay up but like my body's making me go to sleep you know, it's trying to heal and recover. Um, this is just so REM sleep is the only time your brain is healing while you're sleeping. So before you go into REM sleep, sure, your body and your fibers and your muscles are healing. Your brain does that's why you need more than four hours of sleep because you need to get to the REM state to heal your brain. And that's why it's so important to, to get those six to eight hours. There's a reason why you're supposed to have six to eight hours which we don't do typically, because that's the time when your brain is healing through REM sleep. So I don't know if you guys knew that or not. So your body heals, your mind needs to heal, and that can't heal without proper sleep. So if you get four hours of sleep, you know you wake up and you just don't fucking mentally function the same way because your brain didn't hit REM, you didn't get a chance to actually heal the brain while you're sleeping. You might be able to walk and function, but you're cloudy, you know? Uh, So lack of rest is typically tattooers, loss of focus, age you faster. All right. So we're we're pretty much at the end here. I just want to say too, if you guys have apprentices, pass all this stuff on, try to instill it in other tattooers physically, like look at other tattooers and be like, Hey bro. And if somebody's like dipping over, like uh, Ben Reif, one of my artists, he was coming out to the, to the warehouse, the true tattoo supply warehouse every, for a while. And he's just like, man, that was a good session, you know? And he was just, Fucking like literally like going handicapped but he's a lefty and he was using a righty setup
2: so he was dipping
1: over here the whole time like stretches, so he started having like problems on this side so he wasn't an apprentice but what i'm saying is, is look at people's setups if you notice them having pain or issues and things like that look at what they're doing try to make suggestions on how to how their setup could be better look at your own setup when you go back look at your lighting look where you are dipping. quit who's twisting whoever's twisting back here go get a cart pull it around you'll feel that you have more energy when you're tattooing too because this will wear you out every time you almost start dreading the dip so
3: we am yeah and pain head. will affect oh, you Yep. just thinking what you're getting ready to do yeah you start thinking about your back every time you go to yeah uh also with the setup with uh do you typically want to keep your eyes on the tattoo most of the time? I'm sorry. Do you want to like keep your focus on the tattoo most of the time? Because I know it's twisting around, breaking you'd be the like, visual cycle. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good point. Actually, staying like visually focused on the the piece you're working on, rather than every time like breaking and being like, ah. Uh. You know,
3: yeah. Do this all the time, I'm like, you look at it one more time, Yeah, geez, they change their life. position every time. Like, even though I'm on for ink, I'm still looking at it. So when you do that and I tell people tell me on your rest of your life, if you do it one more time, I'll Yeah, that gets annoying time. as shit. Easy. Yeah. Yeah, i does insane. Yeah.
1: So definitely pass all this information on to your guys' as apprentices, friends, you know.
3: I just having this conversation with uh Eli, one of the guys who works for me, and he's a big dude, he's like three hundred pounds. And I come out and he's
2: like this trying to get a line on his knee like upside down and like a video and I'm like that's funny but show it to, like, later, like, yeah. it to him later
1: yeah like, like look at you down? bro yeah and he's like, oh,
2: he's dying. I'm like, he's
1: yeah and then of you see him years later years. on like fucking hurting when <laughs> going back to the beginning he yeah. made that choice yeah, yeah. to not raise the fucking client to get down on one knee and put himself in that painful position yeah
3: like, how long you did like- you make him aware of it yeah
1: has he changed
3: I mean, like try, yeah. <laughs> some of them are so hard,
1: <laughs> but no, that's a good point. Actually, It's trying to show people what they're what they're doing. Take a photo of them when they're working and be like, "Bro, does look normal?" Yeah.
3: Yeah. How do
1: you think they're got that line in, great. How's the line of your right, back? Bad and it's bad. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I yeah.
3: Guess, uh, having that awkward accountability conversation with your, you know, your coworkers or your friends, like, you know, hey man, because of this, like. Yeah, you're bitching every day about your back hurting, but I've watched you for three years do this. You know, yeah. We don't want to have that uncomfortable. Like
1: willingly for years, they'll tattoo like that. Yeah. And then one day they go, why the, why's my leg numb and my back? It's like, bitch, you've been fucking tattooing upside down for three years.
3: (laughs) Two years ago, and you
1: just yeah, right. So pass all this information on, um, and then that's pretty much it. I just want to say thanks everybody for taking the seminar, not just for me, like I said, for taking the time for yourselves and anybody you're gonna teach us stuff to later on, so.
2: Okay, let's
0: uh, stop screen sharing. And we're back. Can you hear me? Testing, testing.
2: Hey, Derb. Testing. Can you hear me, Derb? Your mic is off. Hey,
0: everybody, that was pretty awesome. Thanks for lighting up the chat rooms and whatnot. Um, if you are interested in asking some questions live, Derb, your mic is off. If you're interested in asking questions live, if you go to slash longevity, and I can hear him. Yep, Good. awesome. And then we have some, uh, some trivia questions. So, wait, first let me blast up that link real quick.
1: So, Derb, that was awesome.
3: Yeah, man, can you guys hear me? Perfectly.
1: Yes, awesome. Yeah, man, that was uh that was a lot of fun. Actually, I'm glad everybody tuned in. There's a lot of good chat going on as well in the uh, the chat room. So I appreciate everybody uh you know putting their two cents in and uh, giving some words in there as well. So, so uh, uh, yeah, I want to start off with everybody... uh,
0: asking some questions some prizes, right?
1: So you have uh, yeah,
4: some yeah, stuff to we're... give
0: away here.
1: Or... so we got some stuff sitting up here on stage. I don't know how well you guys can see, but um you know, over the years I've invented different uh, true tattoo supply products, uh one of them being true grips. Uh we got true tubes. I've got some uh, the tattoo grip tape or some uh, membrane cartridge needles. So what we're going to do is just a few questions, you know, from the seminar and uh, a few questions about myself personally, things like that. And if you do answer them, the first person watching live to uh, to type it in, essentially, we got Lauren over here. She's going to be watching the names and how everything goes down. Uh, and then we're going to have you guys reach out to me. You know, the, the winners of the each question can reach out uh, and email me at derb at and uh, we'll ship you out your uh, your item of choice from True Tattoo Supply.
0: Awesome! And then people will be able to join in uh, if you uh, zoom in. People are going to go into the waiting room, but then we'll start bringing people in. Um, yeah, through the course of uh, this Q and A. So, so what's the first question? For, what's the first trivia question?
1: All right, all right. I think Lauren, uh, Lauren, you're going to be popping the questions up on the screen here. <laughs> I think I'm lagging just a little bit here on my screen, so. Uh... Let me know when you're ready to pop it up. And we still do have the chat open, everybody, too. So if you have any personal questions, anything like that, too. Also, if you guys want to email me with your personal like uh, pain, you know, things like that, that you like a little insight from a senior artist, uh, you can email me at Derb at HellCity.com as well. So. First question is going to be, what product did I invent that helps to absorb damaging vibrations from the tattoo machine, preventing carpal tunnel and other issues? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kyle, you cannot win because you're standing here. <laughs> uh,
0: I'm going to bring in a, well, uh, while the answers are coming All right. in, bringing in, oh,
1: do we have an answer? We got a winner right there. We got Iron Rose Tattoo Company. Hit that up first. Good job, guys. Good job. Awesome. Some other questions. I'm going to let them pop up on the screen, so I'm not uh, preemptive here. We'll let Lauren uh, handle the Q and A here.
0: Oh, and we just lost Eddie. We're gonna we'll bring some people on as they uh, in between some of these questions too.
1: Justin, you were close. True tubes, but true grips are the ones that absorb the vibrations. True tubes were my first uh, tattoo invention, though, with the uh, with the tubes and stuff that I came out with. And then the True Grips went over top of them to absorb all the vibrations and stuff. So,
0: Dirk, we've got uh, before we do the next one, we have uh, Lou and Bradley uh, coming in here for the little Q&A here.
1: Okay, awesome. Oh, yeah. My screen here is lagging a little bit, but I can hear you through the the headphones. So, let's do this next question. Perfect. So, what does compression of the median nerve cause? All right, Justin got it. Yep. Justin's on that.
0: Man, that was wicked quick
1: yeah so he didn't get the first one he was close but you got the second one so and you guys will be able to when you email me just tell me like what products you guys want you know and I'll ship it out to you guys awesome. so uh, Lou and Bradley I believe you're in but your video is off but
0: well, you might work on uh, work on on clicking the buttons yeah um, Yeti Tears is another uh, Yeti Tears has been in the, the chat room it is He's beaming in but uh, let's cool. let's run the next question as everyone's tech is uh, catching up.
1: Right on, right on. Let me see here. All right, get ready for it to pop up, everyone. I got a little clarification, I think, to do on this next one, too. So I'm waiting for the question to pop up on my point on my uh, iPad here. I don't know how far behind we are. All right, there it is. What studio did I teach this actual Mm -hmm. seminar at
2: hey can you you know what i
1: actually said it wrong earlier so i said it at the beginning i said this one wrong uh so let's see who gets it right
0: we can hear everybody uh i am muting everybody just because i think somebody had us in the background so it's just important that as people are beaming in to uh get rid of the stream in the background uh and if you're on the phone hey yeti tears if you could turn your phone sideways then we get the full camera yeah perfect so i'm going to unmute you uh yeti tears good. So
1: Brazil? I see Brazil's uh, Pedro from Brazil's tuning in. What's up, man? How you doing? Hey, fellas. So, yeah, what studio did I teach this seminar at that you guys just watched? 33 Lions. Did, uh, did you catch that? All right, all right, yeah. See, earlier, too, I said Seven lines because I know Buddy has a Seven Lions studio, but yes, it's 33 Lions in Dayton, Ohio. That's where I taught it at. And there's a room full of apprentices and artists, senior artists, everybody. So So, Chris Taylor was there. It was awesome.
0: Cool. So uh, Dirk, can you see everybody that's uh, joining us?
1: Yeah. Yep. I've got two of them there. I got uh, Jack and Yeti. What's up guys?
2: Hey, how's it going Dirk?
1: Thanks for everything. How you guys doing? Thanks for joining. Hopefully you, uh, you guys got something out of it.
4: Yeah, definitely. One thing that, uh, one thing that I'd say would be, uh, when it goes into like the anxiety part of it, one thing yeah. that I would say, uh, a little bit of like premeditation, every time I go to do a tattoo, I think about the tattoo before I do it. And I think about how it should look before it's done.
1: Yeah. It's very stressful. It could be a very stressful thing, especially when you first start tattooing to me, when I first started tattooing, I was, I was scared shitless, man. My hand would almost shake before I started tattooing. Cause I was so nervous. So I think that anxiety and the, you know, the, um, just the expectations you feel from people to perform the best and to to do the best tattoo. That creates a lot of anxiety and sleepless nights and staying up late to get your drawing done right. Like I talked in the seminar about the part about, you know, kind of like we're, you know, college students every day. We go home, do our homework, do the test the next day. So there's a lot of stress in that. And I think that's where probably that anxiety point hits hits with a lot of artists, you know. You know, I uh
0: one one thing that I did though was that was pretty fun it, speaking to anxiety, and you could all imagine how much anxiety. I can't believe that we actually did this, but back when I had a tattoo shop and the tattoo convention was going, I had this bright idea that maybe one of the first tattoos that one of our apprentices could do would be to do it on stage at the Paradise Tattoo Gathering with Guy Aitchison over their shoulder doing like q and A, Q&A. <laughs> oh, no, right? I mean, that's pressure. I thought it was pretty soon, no pressure. That, that'd be amazing, <laughs> you know uh but like you know so an hour before they started to do the tattoo uh the room started filling up with people so by the time they started it was 150 people in the room maybe 100 125 people watching and uh he was shaking like crazy i'll be real quick he was shaking like crazy and uh i was like oh my god maybe we've gone too far maybe this is going to become a shit show and uh and guy was like Maybe you should take a roll of paper towels and put it under your arm, and then maybe start with some shading, Calm. and then do the lines after when you relax and settle into it a little bit. And all of a sudden, it was like, "Oh my god!" And uh, and he was able to get through that. And uh, but yeah, that tattooer is not going to have uh, much anxiety uh, uh, after that. <laughs> that was his first. Yeah, uh, right.
1: you know, but uh, anyways, but there is a lot of anxiety with tattooing, and I I think it continues. You know, trying to manage your schedule you know, have a life on top of that, you know, as well as your tattoo career and stuff like that. There's a lot of anxiety, a lot of expectation. Who, who, uh, who was saying that they, they like to do the meditation, the breathing. Yeah. Is that you Yeti? Uh, Jack. Oh, okay, uh, Jack, you're the one that, yeah. that, that does yeah. the breathing uh, exercises. Do you so, do uh, like stretching or breathing right before well, each I, tattoo? I,
4: I follow a lot of your stretching exercises and those have saved my back ever since I started following that kind of thing getting up like every hour on the hour and just getting up and stretching, getting up, taking a break, letting your eyes and your back rest, resetting yourself a little bit. And uh, like I said about like the meditation part of it, um, there's a lot of things that I read and follow. And they say that for a lot of artists that when they actually do a painting, they already saw the painting in their head. And so what they're really doing on the canvas is that they're making a copy of what's in their head. So a lot of times I try to do pre-prep and like, I'll think about what the tattoo should look like before I do it. And then I try to redo what's in my head, no matter what's on the paper.
1: Yeah. But that takes away a lot
4: of the stress and anxiety.
1: Yeah. Like that preparation. Yeah. Cause it it is, it's a scary thing. If you're going into a tattoo and you go, okay, I kind of know the direction I want to go. And you're almost trying to do it on the fly, which a lot of us do. And it, it typically works out great, but having that, preparation before your you know before your tattoo appointment or having like a basic color study man that makes it go even just a shading study or whatever like that makes a tattoo that takes a lot of the stress off because you already got the the process kind of planned out but i think if you're doing it on the fly i find it's it's going to be a little more stressful you know you're going to stay a little more intently focused because you're trying to create what you're thinking rather than already kind of putting it out there like you said so yeah that makes total sense thanks
0: could you get another uh, trivia question for the giveaways? Let's do. Let's
1: do another question, Lauren. It's coming. Lauren's over here, being the wonderful host she is, taking care of everything behind the scenes.
0: The uh, first time uh, in Europe, to are taught the seminar. I love Europe, man. Europe's fucking. Wonderful,
1: yeah. <laughs> That's uh, let's talk about that being stress and anxiety ridden. Remember, I, I hosted the um, that first Venetian Tattoo conference over there. Yeah, that was eight Venice years ago Man. now,
0: or nine. We saw the it just yeah, happened. I, I saw the memories. <laughs>
1: and I wasn't expected to, to like host and everything and then not, you know, not speaking Italian. And then we had to four translators and then what about a thousand people there staring at me? Yeah. Three was days not... with a microphone.
0: <laughs> you know, for me, <laughs> so, I, uh, I was talking to a Russ recently about the translations and the interpreters for me, I talked to so motherfucking fast, but the thing that I love the most is having an interpreter. Cause it means I have to finish my sentence. Yeah. And then like, wait. And like, so, so having the interpreters really made me slow down and be conscious. So I, I almost lean into the, uh, into the european interpretations uh yeah. but uh
1: so that um that comes back here so where was the first time in europe so it's a question everybody gave you can't answer this okay and it wasn't it was venice the first time oh of... no it was not it was not in venice you're right but where was the first time in europe that i actually taught the seminar that you guys just watched we'll see who gets this one and gave you can't answer because you were there no, you know, it,
0: it's it might be... I don't know if want to say... There's some funny stories.
1: Which there is... Was that the
0: one when my daughter was
1: there? I don't know. The first one? I, I don't remember. I think... No, because the first one... I think the first one is when I met my wife, right? Is that when we went up? I can't really say where uh, we were. Right, I think it See, was. So my daughter the, was
0: there. Uh, yeah, that, the, the one where you okay, met your wife was the one my daughter was.
1: So was we're beautiful. at near you know, near London, not in London or anything like that, but where did I teach my seminar the first time? Anybody get it?
0: I think it's actually listed on the homepage of uh, Reinventing under the, uh,
1: is it? Yeah.
0: see or at least, or at least the choices are there. Uh, we do have a uh, Bradley says Italy exclamation okay, point. Close, close. That was fun. not I remember doing the uh, site visit at the, at the Venetian tattoo gathering site that it was, it was, yeah, it was that same, it was like probably the Monday or Tuesday. And um, we were going through the venue in, ankle. do you remember you, in ankle deep water? Were you there for that first no. site visit?
1: I oh. remember having like dinners in like rubber boots and stuff <laughs> in Venice, water coming up, but I'm going to tell everybody where I actually taught for the first time when it was actually Dublin, Ireland. And I got flown in by a guy named Martin, who puts on a tattoo tea party and stuff over there as well. Yeah. Gabe, you, got, you guys brought me in to teach. Uh, it was part of a, a whole seminar weekend that we did uh, there in Dublin. Uh, so uh, Emerald Isle two sessions. Yeah, Emerald Isle. Yep. So that was, was it, pretty we, amazing. Uh, we had quite a good chef, Gogway, Nick Baxter. We had quite a few artists in there. Do,
0: so. so you were there. Remember, we did the... Um
1: the uh adventures uh afterwards
0: so like we had the different teams of artists go through dublin to do the scavenger hunts and
1: uh yeah, yeah, I, remember, I still got photos from all that
0: oh uh, it was amazing nick nick and uh i, I guess someday i'll catch up with, with nick and jeff about it because i swear when we talk about you know do the scavenger hunt you know team building stuff they're like mm, i don't ever really want to do that again but they i think they have a little bit of a smile they're like i'll never do that again but i had a lot of fun <laughs> you know
1: i mean those are those are Tattoo memories, man. Tattooing's taken taking me around the world, you know, and that's, uh, that's one thing I say. Tattooing has given me so much. That's why I give back to it. So any of these opportunities to, like, teach or do anything like that, like, take the opportunity, you know. Let's get this next question up on here. What do we got? Let me see here. You there, Lauren. Let me know when it's up. a laggy here. So next question is going to be What's the best way to help keep your posture? As an artist, what's the best way to keep your posture? Which is that thing where we always start slagging over. You know, you start out all all good, you know, then eventually about an hour later, you're just hunching over. Your back gets tired, things like that. So what's the best way to keep an artist's posture besides sitting up?
0: Uh, Bradley says, uh, bring your client to you mm mm-hmm. he's on the facebook so that's in the seminar that's good chat. yeah that's oh and the Tears says the same thing bring client to you and adjust the train station
4: close
1: it's not the answer i got here though
4: if you keep your work media close to you so that way it's at a good vertical you can keep better control of it and it helps control your posture
1: yeah, I, I think people need to think about the physical body, not really the furniture or anything like that. That's the uh, the answer I'm going for here. So we'll see who gets it. Chairs with backs. Nope. Uh, I'm not talking about the chair, the furniture. I'm talking about the physical body. What's the best way to keep your posture?
0: Uh, Yeti's offered keep straight posture. Adjust the chair height and keep straight postures.
1: Close. There was a whole... I'm going to give it away a little bit but there's a whole exercise uh, section in the, in the seminar as well.
0: You know, a lot of people talking about chairs. I was talking recently with uh, Joe King and he mentioned a a $500, $600 chair that he fucking absolutely loves.
1: And um, furniture is a uh, really good thing. So I don't, I don't know if anybody's going to get it. You guys got Uh, a couple more seconds here and I'm going to, I'm going to give it away just the client you guys are all close from what I'm thinking these are all pretty much correct answers let's see one more person let's see what you got extension
0: machine says Yeti
1: nope it would be strengthening your back Uh is the best way to strengthen your muscles to be able to keep posture over time that's the best way to keep your posture as an artist if you have weak back muscles you're naturally going to come to this by strengthening your back you're going to be able to keep Upright for longer, but all those questions are really, I mean, all the answers are uh, really, really good though. actually bringing on, you know, the client closer to you, adjusting the furniture. So you're not, you're not going to your client, you're bringing them to you. So there's no real wrong answer there. So let's get on with the next question here. And you guys could just uh, beam in with your mic if you want to. So
0: uh, I'm not sure uh, Derb's checking the chat here.
1: I'm trying to look at the chat. I think I'm a little delayed but, here. Yeah, it's um, well. You know, like, we're, we're, we're doing, doing this
0: understand. very informally.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the next question is going to be: What is the sack that's inside the shoulder responsible for inflammation and discomfort called? First person to type it in, you guys can email me, and I'll. just kind you of you know it. we should do a, a trivia night. Oh fuck! I can't believe I just suggested that. Goddamn. No, that would be great. Do you remember the I, app that I put out a long time ago? I do Ray, remember the app, yes. Eight years ago, nine, ten years ago, it was called Tattoo IQ. Mm-hmm. And and every month we would put up new uh, trivia questions. So ten new questions every Did month you still we have on the trivia. Uh,
0: uh, we got a, a shoulder bursa, says uh, Bradley. Yep,
1: the uh, bursa. Yep, Bursa. So Bradley won, yeah, the bursa in the shoulder. Yep. So just email me. At, uh, Bradley, you're fucking.
0: You're lucky, dude. I'm, I'm checking my Facebook message. Oh, it's binging at me, and I know that it's happening. I guess. But Jason's oh. on
1: Google right now. What's in the? Uh, sure. <laughs> so no, that's good. Jason, you got it. Bursa, you can get pretty much anything. If you want Bradley. something else on the site, or who got the bursa? Bradley.
2: Bradley. Bradley, Bradley Robinson. Robinson.
1: Okay. Is that the first person to answer, Bradley? All right. In this
0: case, yes. Sorry, Jason. Okay.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I've seen Jason here. So let's get on with the next one. Name three different sections of the spine. Just three different sections of the spine. Let's see. Yeti, you got this?
2: Not off the top of my head.
1: No. I've been going about back you, to Jack? the
2: chiropractor too. I should. <laughs> Jack,
1: you got anything on there?
2: No lumbar,
1: Not- oh. yeah, lower lumbar,
2: vertebrae, uh, and uh, um, it's like forget the mid spine called.
0: Hey, hey Bradley, if you could uh, go over to the YouTube uh, chat room. You already won too, so you can't you can't win anymore.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got to give Jason a chance again.
1: Yep, I think Jason. Uh, both those guys got it, yep. Jason and Scott, so I don't know who got it first on my end or on your guys' end. You guys let me know. So, yes, it's cervical, thoracic, and the lower lumbar on the uh, the spine. So Congratulations. You can just email me, derb at healthcity.com. I'll get you guys anything you want. We're going to get on with the next question. Keep this rolling. There's not too many more questions. Um, let's see what you guys got, though. What does an artist sit-on that causes nerve damage, sciatic nerve damage? What do you sit on? I, I hope that Amy didn't
0: hear me say that trivia thing, because uh, she, she was suggesting game night at uh, the Jiminy Peak event. And uh I was like, no. no you don't and then Jason uh, Lisa was like, yeah, game night. I'm like, oh man, we're gonna have game night.
1: Yeah, that sounds like fun, actually. Like a tattoo right. trivia night.
0: Exactly. Exactamundo.
1: I like Ralph's top, middle, and bottom. <laughs> the spine. Zach <laughs> <Jack> got it. <laughs> all, right, all right. You know what? Jason, one again. From what I see, the answer to my question is what does an artist sit on that causes sciatic nerve damage it is a wallet. So, yeah, money sack. True. Very true. So, Jason, you got that one. <laughs> all right. Well, and you also got backed up
0: by a dirt there, Mammy, So we're clearly doing uh, some, some game night stuff.
1: Hey, you count me in on that.
2: I'll, mm-hmm. I'll join.
1: Uh, okay. Another question. What do artists look at the most that damages their eyesight? Oh, I know books. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, let me see here. Yeah. What do artists look at the most nowadays that damages their eyesight? Yep. The apprenticeship diaries got it. That's for what I'm seeing here. It's a little laggy, but the, the blue light, you're right. Like cellular cell phone lights and the blue light. That's exactly what it is. So, the apprenticeship diaries, you got that one. Congratulations. Just email me, derbhellcity.com. We're going to move on to the next one. What allergies come from wearing gloves? From tattooing for so many years, what allergies? Latex. Let's see what y'all got. All right. So you said that right when Scott, when I, right when I Scott, I saw Scott's thing come in. So you guys tell me who won, Gabe.
2: Uh, well, I got the thirty-three tiger or lion. So
1: you got okay. You already got that. That's right. You did. Yep. Oh. So let's give this one to Scott Mock.
2: Wait a minute. Does he this mean a, everyone's
0: a winner kind of a thing going on here? No, 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 it's the first person. To <laughs> <video>. <laughs>
2: There's
1: no losers here. This is YouTube. You're keeping these names over there, Lauren. Yep. All right. Everything's on track. we got all the winners. And uh, don't forget to reach out to me again, derbahellcity.com. Next question. What's a great way to keep your schedule and day in front of you as an artist? I had, a, I had a, a term that I was using during the whole seminar that I teach um, of ways to keep your schedule and day in front of you in an organized way. What was the term that I was using? Nope. Close. Something with Medusa said alarms, but that's not right. Uh, What's the term that I was planner,
0: using? Planner digital. Because it assistants. does involve.
1: It does involve, there we go. Scott got it again. Scott Mock. if you get so many, I guess we'll, we'll send you some items, man. We'll send you a few things. So, boom, it gets one more. more we'll throw
0: in a uh, reinventing the tattoo uh, package or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get this going. Let's see if uh, Scott gets some more, some more right here. So, but no, that's right. I call them digital coaches just because it's like a, a digital manager, things like that. So, I use the hell out of them. I use the hell out of Siri um timers reminders you know things like that and google calendars popping up all over the place it's kind of maddening but (laughs) i don't forget shit put it that way (laughs) um all right so next one what magazine featured my longevity of the artist seminar which magazine i did a little section in the seminar about that as well let's see who gets it like i said i'm a little jack says skin and ink nope but it's a great magazine. But it's not the one that featured my seminar and spoke about it, which was awesome because I think more magazines do need to do an approach on the health of tattoo artists. Let's see here. Yes. Justin, for what I see, Justin Klink got it. It was inked magazine. So inked magazine is the one they did it. That's where John Mesa was one of the, the uh, stretching models and stuff in the article and stuff as well. So loved Inked magazine. They're great, and I can't think of enough for, for featuring that. So let's get on with the next question. It is Sunday night, and I appreciate everybody uh, staying in here, staying tuned for the Q&A. The, the, it's a little different, still but this watching, could turn into something man. cool. Yeah. I, you know what? Like you said, this could turn into something really cool, man. You know, have some game nights like this on on uh, through reinventing, yeah. giveaways, things like that. So uh, next question. Here we go. Let's see where it went
2: last question
1: all right is this the last one
2: yeah
1: at what point of rest is the body actually healing your brain yep. there you go R-A-M-s- scott R-A-M-s- again R-A-M-s- a very i think you just want something yeah, from reinventing too right is that what you're throwing in there now gabe yeah because absolutely like- can you hear me yeah is this working Yeah, I can hear you.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. That sounds awesome. We'll get him a a reinventing uh, course. Uh, I don't know if he's got one yet, but if not, he he does now. Awesome.
1: Yeah, lots of good stuff here. So like I said, email me, derbahealthcity.com we'll get you guys out to tell us what item you want, you know, and we'll get them out to you guys. So um, again, I just want to say, thanks everybody. I really hope you got something out of it. I hope you like the little, uh, little Q and a and stuff like that too. It's a different approach to uh, watching a seminar like this as well. So um, mm-hmm. it's going to be hosted on reinventing pretty much for, uh, for life. So if you guys have apprentices or if you want to gather your studio around friends that are having, or, you know, friend artists that are having pain or issues um, gather them around, you know, tune into, uh, reinventing, uh, reinventing, the Uh, check it out. I also have it up on my YouTube channel. So if you just search Derb Morrison, you can find it on there as well. I think I got like 170 other videos on there. Um, awesome. but, uh, really appreciate everybody tuning in. Like I said, it's late Sunday night. Um, I know you guys are ready to, uh, unwind and get ready to tattoo tomorrow. So I'm going to tune out right about now. And like awesome. I said, if you guys have any questions, you can hit me up, uh, on Instagram, you can DM me uh, with any physical issues that you guys are having and want questions, or just talk to another artist who's been through it as well. It's uh, at Derb Morrison or at Tattoos by Derb, either of those pages I check. Um, or you just email me again, like everybody else, uh, Derb at LCD.com. So, again, uh, reinventing. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Guy. Thank you, Gabe. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Fun. I awesome. uh, really appreciate everything, Kyle. Appreciate it, guys. All your work. Thank you. And uh, yeah, get your awesome. clients and uh, apprentices on longevity
2: of the artist have a good night Uh, thank you everybody we're uh, signing out cheers everybody